Welcome to the Thought Leaders to Watch podcast. I'm Catherine Mora, founder and CEO of Change Empire Books. We help coaches, speakers, and entrepreneurs write and publish quality books and get them out into the world. We believe that thought leaders are made through a combination of quality of service, planning, and authenticity. Do you want to impact lives and leave a legacy? Stick around until the end of the show and we'll reveal how you could be our next guest on the Thought Leaders to Watch podcast. Let's get started. Your host, Starlet Henderson here with this episode's thought leader, Preeti Viswanathan at Cooley Bike Bags at CooleyBags.com. And you're the founder there. And so I'm, I'm glad to have you here today. Very happy to be here, Starlet. Thanks for having me. Oh, yeah. Um, you're welcome. So tell me, um, we're talking bike bags. We're talking pedal bike bags, right? Um, commuter bags, different things. So tell me a little bit about um, what actually Cooley Bags offers. Sure. So um, I launched Cooley Bike Bags around mid last year. And what we make are several different styles of bike bags. So the most common ones are the panniers, but we make um, handlebar bags, top tube bags, frame bags. Um, and the and the vision behind this brand was that most bike bags are either very expensive Mm -hmm. or they're created for uh, really hardcore bikers or long distance tourists. Um, but no bags are really created with like an average recreational cyclist in mind. So most average cyclists don't know that their rides can be so much more convenient and so much more efficient with the use of a bike bag right. because none of the bike brands talk to them. Um, so that's what we're trying to do uh, with Cooley Bike Bags. Yeah, you put yourself right in the middle. <laughs> yeah, right <laughs> in the, the middle. End. That's where we like to be. Yeah, of the high end of and of the rough, rough in it crowd. So um, yeah. are you a biker? Tell us how this happened. Um, I do bike, but I would say I'm more of a runner than a biker. Um, when I do bike, though, it is with little kids. So typically my experience has been that it's super inconvenient, highly inefficient. You have to carry a bunch of stuff with you just to keep them on the road, you know, the snacks and right. water and juices and all that. So by the time you've actually ridden a couple miles, uh, you have to stop and it's time to come back. So it was always inefficient. And so the, when the question of thinking about bike bags came into the picture and I started looking at the options available. None of them were relevant to me. Something that would look good, uh, be efficient, had some sort of an organizational focus so that it's easy to get things in and out and you don't have to be looking for it. I really couldn't find anything relevant. Um, and if I found stuff, it was just very expensive and I right. just didn't feel that it was right for me to spend. And so that's kind of how I got thinking about different kinds of styles that are more lifestyle focused mm -hmm. um, and multi-purpose. And uh, that's kind of how this whole thing started. Yeah, I grew up biking and I remember backpacks, right? Or, yep. um, you know, a little shoulder bag or something. Yep. Messenger bag. Cars that's going to keep you, you know, off kilter. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's uh, so it's good that you've, you've um, found a found a place to to fit in. Um, 
you're the, you're the founder and you're the sole operator. So tell us a little bit more about business in general. Like, was this something completely new to you or are you, you know, is this, are you a, a serial entrepreneur? Not a serial entrepreneur. This is my first entrepreneurial adventure. So um, quite an atypical journey uh, into entrepreneurship, quite honestly. So I've been in business many years and I've actually worked in large corporations for a long time, over 15 years. I've worked at p and I worked at Amazon. And so I've seen businesses um, and I kind of understand how businesses work, um, online businesses, especially at retail and all that, but from a very different perspective. Right from the perspective of companies that have deep pockets, lots of resources. And so when I started this business um, just by myself, yes, I had a lot of intuition and a lot of ideas and a lot of you know connections, people who could help me and all that, things that maybe a younger entrepreneur may not have. Right. Uh, but at the same time, when you're by yourself doing it all, it was just a nasty grind. Um, so uh, lots of fun. <laughs> But with no team, uh, no funding, it's a it's a bootstrap business as it stands right now. Um, I could move fast because of a lot of prior business experience, but hard because you're doing just about everything yourself. So um, mixed feelings about <laughs> the experience. You get a lot out of it, but it's very hard. Right. Yeah. Rewarding, but hard. What would you say that was the hardest part, the biggest obstacle or um, failure to that you had to go through to get to your success? Well, I don't know that, uh, you know, success is a single point metric. And I don't think that you know, I'm talking necessarily from a point of specific success. Um, failures are just happening all the time. And I think that is something you have to embrace very openly. Um, So the thing that has worked well for Coolie Bike Bags is that I decided to experiment on every idea that ever occurred to me, because there was just no way for me to know which idea would be good, bad, or ugly. So not trying was something I decided I wouldn't do. So if somebody said, well, try influencer marketing, well, let's try it until I know why it doesn't work for me. Or if you try affiliate marketing, I want to try it until I know why it doesn't work for me. So if I made a list of all the things that we tried last year, <laughs> which I actually don't want to do because there's going to be numerous things I start and then I said, this is yeah. just like either so expensive or so hard, not for me, we're not there yet. But I have a really great idea on why something doesn't work for me today or why it might two years down the line. Um, So I think the biggest success actually has been that I have tried every single thing and failed at a lot of things. And so I know the few three or four business levers that are working well, and I can double down on them right now. Um, I think the second most difficult thing, and I, I say second, but you know, it's not really second, is launching a business right in the middle of COVID has been good and bad. Mm-hmm. It's been really, really bad because um, just the machine never works. The demand was great because people were biking more than they had in the last 30 years. Mm-hmm. But the supply chain is broken because your factories are shut or the port is shut or um, Amazon isn't doing FBA. And then you kind of slip down that path. Uh, So it's been a really, really rough time to do business, but also an awesome time to do business because 
people were focusing on the outdoors in a way that they hadn't done before. And the kind of people that were getting outdoor were not just uh, the entrenched outdoor enthusiasts, but people who just want to try it because they don't have anything else to do. So the kind of reviews, the kind of feedback and the kind of uh, conversations that I've been able to have with some of my customers was very special because of COVID. So, uh, you know, it's, it's an interesting time. And I think we got some, a lot of good out of it as well. Oh yeah. I mean, I think you probably, um, well, what you're explaining is that you just completely had their attention for a new Mm -hmm. idea and, um, and then, you know, you don't have to try and fight for their attention in 2022 when everybody's back to normal. Absolutely. You've been able to put your foot in the door. So there's, yeah. Um, yeah, that's great. Um, you know, when you were talking about trying things, I was thinking you weren't really talking about marketing, but like design, how has that been? Uh, again, even with design, I think we just tried a whole bunch of things. Um, so typically businesses launch with one or two designs, either because they feel very passionately about one or the other, or that's just kind of how, uh, you know, the resources allowed them. In my case, it turns out that um, we ended up creating a lot of designs and we weren't exactly sure which would be the ones that customers would love. Of course, we did a lot of testing and we put prototypes in front of customers and, you know, tried pros, cons and stuff. But I chose the approach of going with a lot of designs. I mean, I do have my passion, most passionate designs. So they're not the ones, by the way, that are doing well, the ones that I didn't expect. <laughs> That's why well. they exist because somebody uh, loved them and that somebody was. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So we ended up launching a lot of designs, which is hard to manage operationally, uh, but it is also giving a really wide variety to customers and people are picking and choosing how each one of these designs fit in. So um, that was another, well, let's try it. The ones that right. don't succeed will pull them back. Um, And I think I have benefited from having that luxury. Other brands could say, well, it never works that way. Launch one, get behind it, see how it does. It's different approaches. There's pros and cons. Yeah. You sound like a true experimenter and it's working out for you. Um, Mm -hmm. You said you had a special relationship with your customers. I'd love to hear a story of, of, you know, some some relationship tips on keeping that going with your customers, but also just, um, you know, what are they saying? What is that feedback and how does it make you feel? Um, it's It's been a really fun process of trying to get the customer feedback, honestly. And some of it is obviously um, just customers who have bought the product don't know me and they leave reviews that are uh, very helpful for the future. And then there are some others who are uh, people I know who are you know interested bikers who mm-hmm. can give you very insightful feedback on quality or design and features and things like that. Um, one of the pieces of feedback that really got me down a path um, that I'm very happy is uh, trying to serve the senior bikers. So seniors are getting back into biking in a very big way. And there's no bike company, no bike apparel company, let alone the bike back company ever talks to seniors. So you don't see them on any marketing material or anything. Right. Their needs are pretty different than the fast bikers. They're looking to make experiences out of their journey. So they carry food, they picnic, they go longer distance, they need comfortable bikes, they need comfortable bike apparel. And I got some really awesome feedback from a 74-year-old 
customer who had bought a bag from a local store here and then went onto the website, left a piece of feedback saying why the bag was super convenient for him because of the size, because of the features that allowed him to carry it easily. If not, he would not be able to move it around with him. And then he talked to me about, you know, even though he's much older, he feels very confident about, um, doing longer trips because he has an e-bike. And so since then, I've actually spent, um, and you might see this on my blog as well, older individuals, men and women in biking um, are an underserved community. And I've been able to get a lot of traction talking to these people. We sell a lot of um, bags at Pedego stores, another bike company, which serves senior bikers. And so that was, you know, that piece of feedback actually, Actually got me down that path. I had no plan or thought or idea that, oh, I need to go after 50 plus bikers. Right. It, was, yeah. it was not part of the plan. Um, so that was uh, definitely very interesting. Another one is kids and moms. So um, like you said, most moms and dads who bike with their kids, they carry a backpack. Backpack. The backpack is super inconvenient. If you're, you know, you're sweaty, you're hot, you need to keep stopping to get that thing in front of you. Unzip it and zip it for you. It's a little to the right. (laughs) Exactly. And then you're rummaging through this stuff and then you have to put it back in place and all that. So, but no one talks about them either because The only people you see, again, in the marketing materials are the super athletes. So um, I have a couple of friends in the area who are super active in the outdoors. They ride with their kids regularly, and they have consistently given me feedback on what works, what doesn't. And we've always been amazed with like, oh, my God, I didn't think I could do this. So the backpack pannier, for example, most convenient for families because it goes with you when you're off your bike, whether you're hiking or going to a restaurant, you clip it onto your bike and it's kind of out of the way when you're riding and so you can pay attention to the kids and whatever. So these two segments are um, just like big ahas for me. Um, I think there's still a lot to listen um, to the customer and kind of continue reinventing the messaging based on what you hear from the customer. But um, I remember feeling, wow, this is great. I think I need to double down on this one. That was not part of the plan in the beginning. <laughs> well, it was a happy accident. And it sounds like you have those friends there to be, you know, your soul, your, not your soul, but a very helpful focus group. Yes, they do. <laughs> and it's nice too, because then that can come back candid, you know, and um, not that, you know, much of it is veneered, right? You're going to get good and bad feedback, but it's nice to be able yeah. to have that ability to con- converse and take it a little Absolutely. Bit. So, um, Preeti, the, um, the idea of a thought leader, so you're in an industry that's new to you, but you know, you've done some business before, um, the idea of a thought leader in this space for you, what does that mean? I think whether in this space or any other, um, to me, what thought leadership means is that if you have an idea or if your intuition tells you that something different, something new might be worth hunting, listening to that voice and kind of going down that path to figure out if there's something here. Mm-hmm. To me, that's thought leadership. And it's it's not something that you do just at certain points in your time. It's actually more like a habit because 
you have an idea, you listen to it, you kind of chase it down. It may be right. It may not. But then you tell yourself, well, the next time I have an idea, I'm still going to do that. So to me, it's a habit of thought leadership. So it's not necessarily just about the business right. um, or it's just not about one aspect of the business. It could be your personal life, whatever it is. But most individuals, including myself, we don't trust ourselves enough to say, well, that might just be a silly idea. Oh, who would do that? Oh, that sounds impossible or bizarre. But the ones that actually take note of that and say, well, let me just do a little bit of reading about it or talk to someone about it. Eventually, they are the ones that end up becoming the thought leaders. But the starting point is tiny little thing that occurred to you. Will you hang in that moment and think harder, go deeper and let that play out? Yeah. That's thought leadership to me in yeah. whatever aspect of life you choose. Sure. Yeah. I like that. And it's almost like you're, um, you're letting your own thoughts lead yourself first, yeah. see if it's taken it somewhere. And then that experimentalism, you know, your all of your experimentation. That's a big part of it too. Let's try that. Let's try that. I don't know. Let's try it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You said you, um, you know, you, sometimes you tell yourself, well, let me read a little bit more on this. So let's talk about books. And I'd love for a book recommendation of something either you've read recently on your journey or something that changed your life. Yeah. So I, I used to be, um, an avid reader when I was young, but, uh, you know, with work and kids and everything, I think I pretty much stopped reading for a period of, Oh, it's hard. I think, yeah, some of us can count a couple of years. Yeah. So, but, um, early last year, kind of, uh, late in 2019, I decided to get back into reading and I was, uh, very, very committed to that goals. Uh, there was a duration of time when I was doing a book a week and I felt like there were 10 years to catch up and I never would be able to, but, um, I do more audiobooks, so that, I mean, it's a bit of a cheating strategy, but it lets me consume the content, uh, that I need. I think the, the person that has, uh, really changed the way I think. And I keep going back to her books um, over the last year has been Mel Robbins. Um, Mel Robbins, she has a whole bunch of books. She's actually a speaker. She's probably more speaker than she's even author. But when I first listened to the five second rule, I think that was, um, that was a very impactful moment for me. Um, And that is, again, it goes back to the point that I said about thought leadership is that you get these thoughts in your body and your mind tells you something, but to know that you have to listen and act today, whether that's in personal life or in business, it takes a long time to get there. And the way she walks you through her personal journey and the personal journey of many other readers who have then become willing to share their stories in the most disarming fashion um, to say, no matter how much of a difficult time you're finding yourself in, act now, act today, the slow increments help. Um, She's been a really awesome influence on the way I have operated in the last couple of years. And um, the five second rule is definitely her best book, but uh, she also has take control of your life and a few others for specific parts of your life. So um, look her up. Yeah. And, Mel Robin. You know, yeah. You can't go wrong. Try Try the audio book if you can, because she's just such a powerful speaker more than she's even a writer. That sounds like real, real digestible, real enjoyable. And um, 
you know, you don't have to do it all right now. Just take Just start. Just, Just start. start. Yeah. I like that. Thanks for sharing today and uh, tell our listeners where they can find you and where they can find more bags when they're ready to get out and bike and, and the blog too. I, I enjoyed that. Just looking through, there were several articles that just really help um, you rethinking about how to put biking into your life. So that was, mm-hmm. that was helpful. Where is all that? Uh, so you find us at coolybags.com. You can contact us through the website, you can reach us on Instagram. So we are uh, Coolie Bags on Instagram. We're Coolie Bags on Facebook. Uh, we're very active on Instagram. So DM us, email us, Preeti at CoolieBags.com. Would uh, love to chat. All right. And that's K-U-L-I-E, Coolie Bike Bags. Yeah. And the website is K-U-L-I-E-B-A-G-S.com. Got it. Thanks, Preeti. Thank you. Mora here. Thank you so much for listening to the Thought Leaders to Watch podcast. If you are a successful coach, speaker, or entrepreneur who would like to be on this program, please visit changeempire.com slash podcast slash apply. If you got something out of this interview, please share this episode on social media. Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag Thought Leaders to Watch. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and they mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, changeempire.com or follow me on LinkedIn as Catherine Moore. We're on Facebook and Instagram as Change Empire Book Coaching. Thanks for listening. We will see you next time.